0: When you are paying special attention to improving your health through improving your nutrition, gathering together with family and friends for holiday meals can feel really stressful. I'm hoping that today's conversation is going to take out some unnecessary stress and instead replace it with thought processes and strategies for embracing holiday meals and enjoying holiday eating experiences. I call it facing the special occasion food debate. Hi there. Welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Okay, this is a little bit visual, but picture for a second in your head an acrostic poem. You know, one of those poems where you would write the word down the side and then you'd have a different word or sentence for each letter of the word. They do these like Mother's Day and Father's Day and stuff like that, right? Like where you write mother and then you have a word or phrase for each letter of mother. Well, that's why I call this the special occasion food debate because our acrostic for today is debate. So I want you to keep that word pictured in your head And we're going to walk through, D-E-B-A-T-E, all the steps of things that I would think about or prepare for when it comes to facing special occasion eating situations. Super important around the holiday time because we don't want for there to be stress going into Thanksgiving or going into Christmas or whatever that doesn't need to be there, right? There is enough going on and enough to worry about We really want for these occasions to be able to be about what they're for, right? Spending time celebrating with our families. We don't need extra stress surrounding our eating. So I'm going to share with you these um, few suggestions and hope that this helps you to face the holidays, eating occasions a little more peacefully, a little prepared, and feeling a little bit more confident. The D in debate stands for drink Plenty of water. Drink plenty of water before the holiday, during the day, after meals, before meals, all that stuff. Stay hydrated for so many reasons. Staying hydrated is going to make you generally feel better. It's going to keep your head thinking clearly keep you um, not feeling the symptoms of dehydration like a headache or dry mouth or any of those things. But drinking water is just going to make you feel a little bit better. But it's also going to help keep your digestive system moving smoothly. So when we're eating things that are outside of our norm, sometimes that can cause an upset stomach or to cause our digestion to feel a little unsettled or even constipation, things like that. So we want to make sure that we're continuing to drink water to continue to help things that might be new or different to our system that day, moving smoothly, digesting well, and of course those like mental clarity things that I mentioned. So drink your water. E stands for eat regularly during the day. I think this might be one of the most important pieces of advice I could offer you, is to eat regularly the day before and earlier before holiday meals, without trying to save yourself or save calories for the big meal at stake. I was victim of doing this so many times in the past where I would say things like, well, I know I'm gonna eat a ton at Thanksgiving dinner, so I'm not really going to eat you know, a lot of breakfast or lunch before we go, I'll just save the food for later. There are so many reasons to not do this, okay? First reason being, you're gonna be hungry. And so do we talk to our family members and our loved ones with our uh, kindness and most generous voices when we are starving? Probably not, right? Our patients can run a little thin. That's why they invented the word hangry. We don't want to go to family functions feeling hangry. (laughs) Secondly, this isn't great for our blood sugar. So by not if you're used to eating breakfast and lunch, by suddenly skipping breakfast and lunch or not eating enough during those times, you may experience a headache lightheadedness, and upset stomach, symptoms that just don't feel good. And we want to be feeling our best. We want to be feeling our most fueled for our holidays. Uh, so we don't want to skip meals and have any of those negative side effects. Also, what happens when we skip meals and we're suddenly starving? We don't necessarily make the choices when it comes to eating that make us feel the best. So if I skip breakfast, You know, I eat like a little bit of breakfast, maybe some fruit. I kind of skip lunch, drink a bunch of water, thinking I'm saving my calories. Suddenly, when I get to the main event here, I am so hungry. I have not an interest in eating vegetables. I'm probably mostly eating stuffing at this point in the day, right? And pie. And suddenly there's no off button. We're not in control around the food because we're hungry. We need food. Much better plan. To eat your breakfast as you normally would. Eat a nutritious lunch. If you know you usually go for things like your stuffing and pie later on, maybe that means you are eating um, a lunch that is full of vegetables, full of fiber, maybe has some healthy fats in it, that sort of thing. So you're eating a satisfying and nourishing lunch. That way, when you get to your family gathering or your friends gathering, whatever the occasion is, when you get there you're thinking clearly. You have energy. You don't have a headache. You're not obsessing about when the first plate of food is coming out, but instead you're able to enjoy things as they come to maybe eat with a little more control or moderation than you would have otherwise. You don't have to like eat every single thing that's there. Leftovers are a thing for a reason. So you're able to eat what you want. Eat for enjoyment and kind of pay attention to what you're eating. And then know that you can always take leftovers home to enjoy for breakfast or lunch the next day. B stands for bring something that you are comfortable eating to the event or the gathering. This might mean that you need to bring a vegetable dish because you know that your family doesn't prepare a lot of vegetables or they don't prepare them um, a way that you're comfortable with eating. So you offer to bring some additional vegetables. Maybe it means, though, that there will be veggies, but what there won't be is substance. You know, I think that a lot of times there are green beans or sweet potatoes or something on the table. There might be a salad or squash. You know, there are fall vegetables. There might be a vegetable on the table, but what there may not be is a whole grain or a bean or some sort of substantial main course that you wish to eat because you know what makes you feel good or aligns with your beliefs. So I'm much more inclined to bring something that appears like a side dish to most people, but that is going to be more filling and satisfying. Regardless of what type of event it is, maybe it's an appetizer party that you're thinking about and you want to bring a hearty appetizer that aligns with the way that you eat. Maybe you are going to bring some fresh fruit to add into the mix. Maybe you know um, that you have a sweet tooth and you're going to want to engage in eating a lot of sweets at a party, so you're bringing something that you can eat or that feels good to you. I can't make the decision of what you should bring to the party because the step is bring something you are comfortable with. But do know that you might need to think ahead and you might need to think about how you are going to contribute to the occasion in a way that aligns with how you want to eat. D-E-B-A. A in this scenario stands for, I know it's a little stretch, so stick with me here, stands for ask yourself, is this a weekly, monthly, or yearly kind of thing? Here's what I mean by that. If we believe that what matters most is what we do the most, then what we eat at Thanksgiving dinner doesn't have as much impact as we think it does. What we eat on Christmas Eve doesn't matter as much as we think it does. One meal doesn't have such tremendous impact. We can make decisions about like how we're going to feel by eating that meal. We may choose to ask ourselves, is eating this tonight going to make me feel good tomorrow? And we could you know evaluate our own choices that way. But in the big scheme of, Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving dinner is one meal out of 21 that you will eat that week. Not super substantial when it comes to affecting your overall health, right? It's different, though, if we're thinking about things that happen on a regular basis. So we may need to ask ourselves, okay, we're entering the holiday season. I'm going to be getting together with family or friends two or three times a week for the next month. Those occasions are going to add up. So I may need to ask myself how I'm going to approach those differently if it's something I'm doing on a regular basis. Maybe you are hosting family at your house for the holidays or you're traveling and visiting family and you're going to be somewhere for several days or the course of a few weeks. Well, those choices are going to add up differently than one holiday meal. Again, I can't make that choice for you. This is something that I talk through with coaching clients on a regular basis when they're facing things like a family party or a holiday vacation, those sorts of things. And we talk through, you know, is this a sometimes or a once in a while? Or is this something that is becoming an eating habit right now and we need to make a habit intervention? Or is this something where we need to shift our mindset and say, it's one holiday meal. I'm going to eat the traditional foods with my family and enjoy it and it is what it is, and I will eat a nutritious breakfast tomorrow. You, in this point in the story here, need to stop and ask yourself, what is the situation I'm entering, and how does it really impact my overall health? T stands for talk to your family or friends in advance. It is so much easier, and I know this from experience having um you know been someone who ate meat at one family function and then the next month didn't eat meat at a family function and had to address that situation it is so much easier to talk to your family or friends in advance about what your goals are what your habits are like or how you plan on eating than it is to get to the holiday dinner table and have people say what do you mean you're not having any turkey okay if you choose to have turkey that's your prerogative but i'm just using my example right so It is so much easier in advance to call up aunt so-and-so, to call up grandma so-and-so, to talk to your mom and say, hey, I'm working really hard on um, paying attention to my nutrition. I'm working really hard to eat things that make me feel good. So I might be eating things that are different than what I usually would. I just want to let you know that in advance. People appreciate that forthcomingness. They don't have to guess or question what it is you're up to over there with different things on your plate, right? And it's so much easier to do that in advance. You could say, um, I'm really trying to eat more vegetables. Is it okay if I bring another veggie dish with me? Maybe you say, I'm trying to decrease the amount of meat I eat. I just want to tell you that now so you know it has nothing to do with your cooking. I appreciate, you know, you having us. I just want to let you know I'm not going to be eating that this year. Have that conversation in advance. Even though it's hard, talk to the people that you love and that love you. I promise it'll be easier. Lastly, E. E stands for enjoy yourself. This is a holiday that we're talking about. This is an occasion where we are gathering with people that we care about to celebrate something. It's time to just enjoy that occasion. It's time to let go of a little bit of the worry about is this my most nutritious choice? Is this going to help my goals? Like we said a minute ago, if this is Christmas dinner, you eat what you want to eat. I had a client say to me the other day well, I usually make traditional pierogies for, I, I'm not Polish, and I probably, but Don't say that the way you Polish people would, but I usually make traditional pierogies for Christmas and I really want to still do that tradition. And I said, yeah, you should do that. You should make them, you should enjoy that tradition and that part of your culture with your family. That's what the holiday is, is about in a lot of ways, right? Do the things that you usually do, enjoy the foods that you like to enjoy, If you feel good about modifying recipes and changing things up because you want to, then do that. You know, we make in my family all the same traditional types of foods we've made for my entire childhood. We just, in making a choice to be vegan, have found ways to make the same recipes vegan. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are super healthy, right? The apple pie still has sugar and vegan butter in it, but I'm eating the apple pie because that's part of my... Um, family tradition, part of my culture, right? Enjoy the holiday for what it is. Enjoy your family, enjoy your favorite foods, and just know that tomorrow is another day. So that's the special occasion food debate. Real quick rundown. D, drink plenty of water. E, eat regularly throughout the day. B, bring something with you that you're comfortable eating. A, ask yourself, how often is this event occurring and how do I need to approach it? T, talk to your family or friends in advance to make it a whole lot easier. And E, remember to enjoy yourself and the holiday. If talking through this special occasion debate is something you would find helpful, or if facing the holidays has been stressing you out when it comes to eating, book a discovery call. Go to bewellwithsteph.com slash jump on a call with me. Let's kind of talk through it. I'm sure I can answer a couple of your questions right away. See if we can put you at ease at all. And then if you want to follow up with a couple of calls after that, we can work through the holiday season and facing holiday eating together to remove that stress and just enjoy our time. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to bewellwithstuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well with Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media. So come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well.